Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes, and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on, you're now part of the fastest hour in radio, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties, and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available. Local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need, help you get them installed, and back on the road with a smile. Find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com. On today's show, new cars designed by artificial intelligence, Ford News, rumors, and patents, and it's good to be king. All that and a whole lot more informative automotive buffoonery with Bud and Tim right now on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident Carnot, and Tim DePasquale, upholstered to the stars, and you, master. <laughs> hey, good morning, Bud. Good morning. How's the sheep this morning? Oh, you would have to ask. Uh, I know. <laughs> are they are they still all penned up? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Everything's good. Right? That's good. Well, that's a good mm-hmm. thing. Going on right now, one of our favorite things, Northeast Georgia Swap Meet, is at the Habersham Fairground in Clarksville. Okay. I, and you know what you could do on the way back from the, the swap meet, as long as you're in Clarksville? Stop by... Uh, Complete Auto Parts. Right. Yeah. Check, Check out, out their some of their dish. specials. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a good thing to do. Also going on right now is Michelin Race at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta is Drift Atlanta Round 2. Oh, that's exciting. I love to watch that drifting. That is the sickest, second biggest, let me get that right, second biggest event Mm-hmm. that they put on at Road Atlanta. That is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. You know, we invented that in West Virginia. I know. And in Western New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except we did it like <laughs> six or seven months continuous. Yes, exactly. Well, yeah. The old good old days, as they yes, call it, right? Yes, they were. Did either of you... Did, uh, I know this is probably the dumbest question to ask in the garage, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to introduce our guest, first of all. Okay. That would be Dan. From West Virginia. Dan, thanks for making the trip. You get the award. Longest drive to the to the garage this morning. Right. Hey Dan. Thanks for having me. Well, you're the you're the director of the fan club up there, the Bud's Garage uh, and Bud's Garage Overdrive Fan Club. Everybody every everybody doing good? Everything doing good? Everybody's good. 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 Yeah, that's no complaints, that's good. Did any of you watch the coronation of King Charles? Um no. What were you doing? There was a well, Laver- I was mucking out the stalls. Oh, okay. There was a Laverne and Shirley marathon on Catchy TV. <laughs> Dan, I'm I'm guessing from the look on your face. No, I actually. Did you get any? Of the, did you see any of the replays or anything? No. No. The well, marathon was all weekend, <laughs> bud. <laughs> well, I didn't. I did not tune in to watch. Mm-hmm. I got up, uh, Jan was out of town, and I got up, and I was going to watch car shows with Molly, because we like to sit on the couch and have our coffee and watch car shows. Oh, sure. Uh, she doesn't get coffee, but, no. you know, stunner growth. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm flipping through, trying to get the weather report, and I flip it on to the local weather and uh, what's on but the coronation. So, oh, okay, this is interesting. I didn't get an invite, so mm. let's see what goes on at this. And it, it was, you know, quite a... Quite a uh, Intense ceremony. Very oh. religious. Um, it was It was just very formal. Right. And uh, 
You gotta think about what a big deal that was over there. I mean, it was was it oh, yeah. seventy years? Yes, seventy years since the coronation. I mean, that that is a big deal. Yeah, I guess. But they they crowned Queen Camilla. Yeah. Yeah, and she kind of she kind of looked like the lady from a Thousand and One Dalmatians. I'm just saying. Oh, I she, thought it was she looked like Ursula from uh, <laughs> what was what was that one? Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Yeah. Oh. You gotta think Hillary Clinton's thinking. I should have been British. <laughs> right. Well, is it? Uh, yeah, because she could have had everybody killed. She could have had, had a crown and everything. <laughs> could have destroyed everybody's cell phone. How did we get? How did we get this far off the track? I just want to comment on. You asked me what I was doing instead of watching the coronation. This is all your fault. Yeah. And, okay, and King so, Charles was sitting there in the in, on the throne with these uh, two staffs. And at any time, those were his ears. Uh, no, no, they were actual oh. staffs, and I, and he always looked like he was ready to. You know, to launch himself off a ski lift. Is, that's is, just uh, it's probably buddy, just is, me that saw that. Is there a point that has anything to do with cars in, in your diatribe? Yes. <laughs> I'd love you. to hear Thank it. you for asking. <laughs> His ears look like mud flaps. That's, that's, King, that's, that's King Charles III's luxury car collection is worth nearly $8 million. Well, it just goes to show how worthless money's become. It's good to be king, is what it yeah. shows you. Oh yeah, right. Well, two, they've two been adding. MGs and a yeah, they, well, they've been adding cars to their collection for decades, mm -hmm. and uh, they're saying here that while we heard a lot about the downside of being royal, thanks to Prince Harry's recent memoir. Yeah. Uh, good thing is, he's got some great vehicles that he's been collecting over the years. A new analysis conducted by the award-winning Guardian. I think that's a scandal sheet mm -hmm. in uh, Britain says he's got 7.8 million worth of luxury cars to his name and representatives from the paper traveled to the Royal Muse to get a look at these vehicles in person. Here's what they are. Two Bentley limousines originally mm -hmm. gifted to the Royal family in 2002 for the late Queen Elizabeth's Golden Jub Jubilee and worth an estimated 1.7 million. You know, when I compare this to the auctions, that doesn't sound like a lot of money like for some Exactly what I was, because I, I see you can buy a 10-year-old Bentley Continental for about $15,000. Really? Yeah, because once the technology is outdated, nobody will work on them. Well, he may have something there. 1951 of eight Rolls-Royce Phantom IV, valued at $3.1 million. A 62 Rolls-Royce Phantom V, and it doesn't give the... The price on that, and a 77 Rolls-Royce Phantom 6. Well, the 50s and 60s Rolls-Royces, I would definitely say were worth what they're saying. You know, just well, because of the provenance of them being owned by the royal. But the exact ownership of these vehicles is a little tricky. Some of them are labeled as state cars, but are used mm -hmm. for private purposes. Yeah. Some are held by sovereign in the right of the crown, meaning that they only belong to Charles as long as he is a reigning monarch. Mm -hmm. and were previous loaned by his mother, Queen Elizabeth. Okay. And select others are definitely privately purchased and owned by members of the royal family. Mm -hmm. Buckingham Palace declined the comment of the ownership of those specific vehicles. Oh, they're kept at the family's Sandringham estate where 12 vintage cars worth, an est were, uh, worth the estimated price we're talking about here. Uh, the one that interest interested me... Yeah was uh, the 1970 Aston Martin DB6 Volante. Yeah, I, I agree there. Given to given to Charles for his 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. And he didn't wow. wreck it. Well, we don't know if he wrecked it or not. If it was wrecked, he got it fixed. And a 1994 Virage Volante 
uh, back in 29 that he uh, he got for $309,000. He had $309,000, and it was a gift, and he sold it eventually. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. He's a car guy. Who 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 to thunk? Yeah. I I wouldn't have. I certainly wouldn't have thought. Well, Aston Martin for his 21st birthday. Yeah, really. Like I say, it's good to be king. Mm -hmm. Artificial intelligence. Do you want to go to artificial intelligence? And uh, tell me a little bit about this, Tim. Well, you know, bud, uh, I'm all for artificial intelligence. I'm I'm for any on this show. Let me tell you. Because (laughs) I... I have seen some of the ugliest cars. I, you know how I feel about modern cars. They're all ugly. Okay. So I'd like to see some artificial intelligence bring us out of the doldrums of automotive design. Did you have any idea that we spend $3 billion a year on a single design? And that brought us the Aztec? <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, what can I tell on. you? What can I what tell you? are you guys smoking? Well... You're the one who lives on the farm. So I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, you need any parts for your uh, classic Rolls Royces, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Where aren't you going? Well, you're not going to the muscle car experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia, who provide our podcast. So that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to Access WDUN, click the links, hit the buttons, and listen to the show at your convenience, or go to any of your favorite podcast sites. And you can listen to the show anytime you want. Or you can also listen to uh, Bud's Garage Overdrive, an extended version of the show. All right. And that's available also at your favorite podcast site. Yes, it is. All right. We're going we're gonna to elaborate on artificial intelligence a little later in the show. Okay. I got more stuff about it. We'll be right back here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. From first responders to daily drivers, the parts, tires, and repairs for what our town drives. That's right. That's called demographics. Oh. They got the stuff that, you know, they don't have Rolls-Royce stuff in, no. you know, in stock <laughs> no. for us country folk. Right. Thank God. All right. Can we go back to artificial intelligence for a moment? Yes. Sure. I did not, or any kind of intelligence. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that the car makers spend three billion on a single design. And See? like you say, what do they come up with? Yeah, the Aztec. <laughs> come on. Well, so they're saying that people buy car based cars based on aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Styling makes the difference. Right. Uh, you agree with that? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because as they point out. Uh, the Aztec was built on the same platform as the Buick. What was it? There was a Buick SUV. That Back had, then? Huh. The, I do it, not remember. But the Rendezvous. The Rendezvous. You're the rendezvous. right. Yeah. Right. So they sold a heck of a lot more Rendezvous than they did Aztecs, and they quit making the Aztec yeah, after they say it years. Yeah, but they say it generally earned high customer satisfaction uh, scores, aside from being ugly. Aside from being ugly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I dated a girl like that in high school. Well, <laughs> well, the Aztec flopped. Uh, profile noted that the vehicle had an intentionally aggressive in-your-face design mm-hmm. and wasn't for everyone. It was just ugly. Okay, don't, don't sugarcoat I, it. <laughs> so what they're doing now is they're taking this, and remember we talked about concept uh, cars on another uh, episode here, yeah. and they're taking 
input from people mm-hmm. and then they take all of this stuff and put it in a new way manifesto is that the term we use okay yeah we can and use that. yeah then they use the hieroglyphics or whatever that's called in a1 mm-hmm. and uh, ai ai but what do they call it when they have a they have a computer program yeah i'll think of the word uh, in a moment I'm you're sure you you're, you're worse at this than i would <laughs> trying to think of what's that called what that's called <laughs> yeah. um but anyway, they put it into a computer model. An algorithm. Thank you. And it figures it all out for mm-hmm. us. But it's amazing. Well, I haven't seen any of the AI designs yet. We you have. Know, you and, just didn't know it. And there's a difference between funky and ugly. You know, it can be funky looking and people will like it. I'm almost afraid to ask. Go ahead. Well, like the... What's well, funky? Let's just say, let's just say the... The Mini Cooper or the, uh, uh, what is that little, uh, the, the Soul, the Kia, the Kia Soul. Soul. Yeah. I mean, these are funky, the Nissan Juke. They're popular vehicles because they've got just enough funk to them. And that's what we're hoping that AI will develop. What's the difference? Because they, oh, yes, they are ugly, but they're kind of a, ugly like a puppy. Okay. Yeah, you know, like an ugly puppy that everyone wants to hug. You know? Oh, you're so ugly, you're cute. All right. right. This is not making any sense. We do not need to leave you around the maternity (laughs) ward of any of any hospitals. I can tell you that. Wasn't the juke? Wasn't the juke the one that had the ugly headlights? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that Chrysler they made where they flipped the grill and put the headlights in the middle of the grill and the parking lights up on top of LeBaron or something like that? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, right, 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 Um, LeBaron. Yeah, it kind of looked like a milk truck in the front. But a lot of the new stuff now that you're seeing is done by these algorithms, not hieroglyphics. Well, we would love to just have something that had a little unique vibe. And can we paint something, a, a color besides silver or gold? You know, Watch it, I got a silver truck. I know, that's what I'm talking about. I, I would just, <laughs> anything with metallic. I don't like these flat paint jobs. Oh, see, I like flat paint jobs. Well, yeah, all yours that you tried to make shiny turned out flat. She said, well, I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's my favorite. Flat, flat. All right. You dated a girl like that in high school, too. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Let's move on. Remember, the uh, yes. the views expressed here are not necessarily those of, oh, yeah. goodness gracious. Did you know, with all this stuff that's going on with the diesels in California, that Toyota can turn a diesel semi into a hydrogen-powered big rig, and it's going on now. Once again, Toyota is at the forefront of the technology that actually works. Well, they started on this stuff in, like, 2017, and the sale of diesel trucks powered on, you know, is is on track to be banned in California in 2036, following the passage of new regulations in the state California Air Resources Board, CARB. I think it would be a good time to uh, open up a bicycle store in California. No, it's part of the state's Advanced Clean Fleets program, which aims to make its entire trucking industry zero emission by 2045. Good luck. Well, with these, they're building these things now. Yeah, they're Volvo Freightliner and uh, Nikola are developing fuel cell-powered trucks right now. Mm -hmm. And you can also buy a crate fuel cell, if you will, that you can put into any brand of truck. Or, you know, they, these uh, fuel cells, crate fuel cells, they actually will go into smaller vehicles as well. They have different ones. Yeah, uh, and they, they are also still working with a, a hydrogen 
internal combustion engine for their cars. Because mm-hmm. as we've mentioned before in this program, uh, Toyota's only got one electric vehicle. Right. I know everybody, first thing you think of is the Prius. Well, that's a hybrid. Yeah. But the electric vehicle itself, Toyota's only got one. Mm-hmm. So they're not, uh, they're not diving they're, into this head first. No, they're not. Thank God. Well, final specifications and pricing have not been announced, but truck builder Pekar, Pekar? Pekar. Pekar, are announced on Tuesday that it will be, begin manufacturing Kenworth T680s and Peterbilt 579 tractors using the technology starting next year. Okay. So that's pretty cool. What, what is that uh, company that takes uh, rigs and puts older drivetrains in them before the Blue Def? We oh, did. you mean the glider kit? The glider kit. Fitzgerald yeah. gliders. I, I, I wonder, wonder if they can they're going to jump that. into this. Yeah, why not? You know, why not? Right. And that that circumvents the whole thing with the blue def and all mm-hmm. that. If they would just come up with something that's reliable and has some decent power, everybody would jump on it. Well, that's your homework. Okay. Find out what this this kit is going to cost. All right. So we can put one in your Mack truck. Okay. I can see. Now you're talking. See? Yeah. And you can go over 16 miles an hour and not. You know, I don't know if I need to go any faster than that. <laughs> I forgot the rest of the truck. Yeah, <laughs> there's more to it than just that. Well, I, I, I was just thinking. That, okay. that would be very interesting. Yeah, it would. Meanwhile, Chevy Bolt is biting the dust. Do you want to go through this yes, real quick? Yes, well, they have, uh, Chevrolet has decided to end production of the Chevy Bolt at the end of 2023 because... The new electric vehicles that uh, GM is building use a different technology, so it's outdated, which brings up the question, what is the residual value of any of these electric vehicles going to be if the technology is going to render them worthless at the end of their, you know, five-year or however long you're paying for? Well, before it's paid for. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, right. how are you going to be able to get the battery? You know, I saw right. a, uh, I saw an invoice for replacing a battery in a vehicle, and it was twenty six thousand dollars. Wow! And the car was not worth twenty six thousand dollars. And so, what happens when you just bought one of these, whatever electric vehicle it might be, and then two weeks later they announce that they're going to end production of it, and where does that leave you on residual? Value? It leaves you to drive the wheels off of it and just kiss it goodbye because right. you know right. you're not going to be able to, to flip it or anything. And is that what we're headed towards, where we're just continually buying? the newest technology and continually having that payment just so that we can Chevy Chevy had it both ways or General Motors had it both ways uh, with the Chevy Volt Mm, oh yeah exactly you know exactly I don't don't know why they changed smartphones yeah I I don't get it Mm. and I I was talking to somebody about why don't they take the Ultium platform just shorten it up and stick the body on it and there's got to be a reason they can't or they won't right they might be coming out with a Trax or something that's got the Ultium platform. Because mm-hmm. that's a cool vehicle. We're oh, going to yeah, be talking about that on it another is. show. But uh, it's, it's just, uh, it's going to kill the, va- the value of some of these vehicles. Right. So, well, I, yeah, I don't know where that's going to leave us. Well, like I say, you're just going to have to drive it and get over it. And that's, you know, that's the big question I have. When, you, when your vehicle reaches 75,000 miles now, do you trade it while it still has some value and it's going to have some value or or do you just drive it until there's nothing left more homework for tim we'll be right back here bud's garage on north georgia's news talk wdun
Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Complete Auto Parts in Oakwood Tire and more. Shop, garage, or driveway, we have the parts, tires, and professional advice to help you get the job done right. Shop, garage, or driveway. I know a guy that spends a lot of his time in the shop, garage, or driveway when he was growing up anyway, and that would be Aaron Hughes from Green Ford. Aaron, welcome hey. back into Bud's Garage. Hey, hey guys. How you doing? We're doing good. good. We're all good. <laughs> We're Everybody's all good. Yeah, all right. Everybody's good. What ha- what's happening <laughs> at your dealership? Uh, in the world of Ford, all kinds of stuff. Um, we've got a bunch of cars and trucks out there right now. Um, right now, the big thing is, uh, you know, with the incentives uh, on, on a lot of the vehicles, the Fords, uh, all the Ford trucks, Explorers, um, etc. F-150s are a big thing. They're at zero for 36. Uh, 3.9 for 60 on them right now. So really? Some great rates wow. for, uh, for uh, a, lot of, a lot of new vehicles. So we've been very busy with that. How do you, how do you explain incentives with the... Uh economic slowdown I did you know well I, th- I think the economic slowdown with with the feds when they've continued to raise the rate which another rate height that's time this goes to air the 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 another rate height might go in place or to be shortly thereafter they're going to raise another quarter point so what you're dealing with is interest rates continue to climb so that's that's the whole point of this is to slow down the economy or slow down the uh you know, the inflation. Mm. Well, that affects the big purchases more than anything else first. Oh, okay. So All that's right. going to be your houses and cars. Right. So it's made a huge difference, and people won't pay it. They just won't pay mm. it. So then the manufacturers have to come out and uh, really incentivize um, their vehicles with their own type of financing, wh- whichever company it is. But with us, Ford Motor Credit has some wonderful incentives right now, and that, that obviously moves the cars with no trouble, and it stops people from getting in the pinch of the higher interest rate. So that's pretty much a nationwide thing then, right? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. uh, the 2024 Ranger is coming out, and the Ranger's been out for a, the Ranger's been out for a long time as we knew it until it went away, and then they came out with the new Ranger. I didn't realize right. the new Ranger has been out for almost four years. It has been, yeah, it's been out for a while now. And uh, you know they kind of blend into the the woodwork. Right? And, you there's know, a I, bunch of them out there. Yeah. You're seeing a right. bunch of them. There, there are. We're, there's actually a little bit of a shortage of them for us at the dealerships right now. So, so we so can't what, keep the darn thing. So really. what, can, yeah. what kind of changes are they going to make to the 2024? My understanding on the 24 is they're going to just a slightly longer wheel base so they're actually just adding a, uh, about two inches to the wheelbase um, they're doing internally they're doing some more storage solutions that's been something people requesting uh, on the f-150s there's a lot of storage under the rear seat um, and a lot of area there and they're saying with the little extra wheelbase and the storing they're going to probably add some more room to that rear seat so uh, which already is very comfortable plenty of room but it's going to have a little bit more room back there um, from a riding standpoint they've uh, changed and this gets a little nerdy which i know you guys like is uh, they've moved the shock pickup points, basically yep, the outside yep. of the frame, um, instead of on the inside of the frame. So that'll that'll soften the ride a little bit for those people. It, it's funny in our world, um, people that buy trucks, I still have a hard time understanding because, you know, I still think of a truck as something you put stone and shovels in the back, and I sell trucks that I wouldn't dare put a shovel or stone in, right. you know, and, and people are, the ride is so important to people now, and trucks are obviously the most important vehicle out there, um, for or, or generally the, the most popular, I should say, and, uh, you know, so the ride is becoming more and more and more important on them. Yeah, well, I went out and looked in mine to see where the shocks were after I read this, you know, because yeah. I've, I've got an F-150. But, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the ride is there because I got the shocks, On that, yeah. you know, spread out a little bit. Yeah. And it, it, it acts like an anti-roll device to some extent because it's it got, it's got yeah. a, a wider footprint or stance or whatever yeah, you call it. And that's why it's such a, such a comfortable vehicle to drive. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when they're changing shock pickup points and stuff, you know, they still also have to continue 
uh, continue to consider, obviously, the towing and the capacity and, and sure. all that kind of yeah. stuff. And that all plays into it. You know, uh, on the 24, we also were expecting to see that Raptor Ranger, which we're pretty excited about. Oh, That's yeah. 392-horsepower yeah. Ranger. Wow. Um, and, what could uh, go wrong? Yeah, though? absolutely. <laughs> what could go wrong? Better you, you better put the shocks on the outside of the frame there. Yeah. Give us some more room. Um, and they've got a hybrid, and there's rumors of an electric Ranger as well, but the hybrid will be a very, of big interest to, uh, to customers, of course. Yeah, why aren't they doing that with the Maverick? I don't know the answer. Because it's on the same platform as the Escape, I think. It is, yeah. The basic platform <laughs> is the same. Yeah. Um, why Why there's not an electric Maverick, is yeah. that what you're saying? Um, I, I don't know the answer. Well, to that. We sell do you have a Jim Farley's phone number? Yeah. I'll give I, the guy give a, call. a call. Yeah, give Jim a call. Give Jim a call. Same with the Bronco Sport. Yeah. Why aren't they? You would think they would sell a million. Well, they probably already he sold it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I think uh, I think I think the electric Maverick is probably in the pipeline. Um, the the reality of the Maverick is all the Mavericks for twenty three are already sold. Right. Um, so I mean they're not having a hard time selling Mavericks. Mm. Yeah, I can't okay. keep one of those. Right. I can't get them or keep them. So it's artificial tricky. intelligence. We 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 barely have regular intelligence <laughs> yeah. here on the show. Yeah. But artificial intelligence. I don't I don't know that I grasp it all. I watched a guy on TV explaining it on, in medical terms. What is this that they're talking about that they're using artificial intelligence to teach the Mach-E how to drive? <laughs> okay. So a lot of people are familiar with the Tesla self-driving system right, and many yeah, others. Yeah, yeah. Ford has a system that's on their F-150s, um, on the higher-end F-150s, has been for a few years now, um, in addition to the Mach-E, in addition to Lightning, m- many of the different vehicles that they call Blue Cruise. And the way the Ford Blue Cruise works is the car essentially drives itself. You know, a lot of cars will have adaptive cruise control and lane keep assist, which is great on the highway. I've dealt with this myself. Actually, you can take your hand off the wheel, but if the wheel doesn't feel that your hands are on it within five seconds, it'll give you an alert until you grab it, even though the car is essentially driving itself. Um, With the Blue Cruise, it's designed to drive itself. So, um, you know, it's only it only works on certain roads. That's where people get confused. About ah, it. yeah. So yeah. if you're on major interstates, things like that, it works beautifully. Does the car um, let you know that you're idea. on the right road? It knows. Oh, it yeah, knows. The car always it. knows. You can't activate it unless you're in a blue co- cruise zone, ah, which is beautiful. There's 130,000 miles oh, yeah. of blue cruise it's roads huge, yeah. in America. Well, well. So where the AI piece of this puzzle comes in, and the way it works, and uh, you know, there's actually cameras inside of the vehicles that you know take picture or actually are constantly seeing where your eyes are and things like that so that the driver the idea is the driver can still at any point take over the control of the vehicle and the vehicle knows if the driver's not paying attention like there's no chance of falling asleep or anything like that the vehicle will automatically brake automatically pull over um, with all the sensors and everything there's no issues there with the blue cruise system they've already we've already sold 200,000 cars that have the blue cruise on it um, so they've already, if it's already worked for 64 million miles of use of this Blue Cruise system. It's a very good system. Well, what they're doing is they're going to what they call the 1.2 generation of the system. And this is where the artificial intelligence comes in. Basically, you got computers that are analyzing gazillions amounts, uh, huge amounts of data and figuring out how to improve the system or where it has had shortcomings and things. One great example is that they found that when people, if the, if the Blue Cruise is driving the car by itself, if there's a, uh, say, an 18-wheeler next to uh, a customer or a driver, a lot of times the people go ahead at that point, grab the wheel, and in a, deactivate the Blue Cruise to go, say, 
to the right lane an extra foot just to be wider of the of the big truck coming around them. Oh, well, okay. the new Blue Cruise will automatically be able to do things like that. That would be an example of the data that the so artificial you don't have the you don't have the Christmas vacation Chevy Chase exactly. thing happening. Okay, at, at that's no good. point will your Blue Cruise go underneath <laughs> the truck okay. trailer. Okay, that's, that's at, at really any good. Point. You have to be uh, you have to manually do that. Okay, well, uh, yeah, which which he did manage to do. Okay, how about uh, is it Mustang season yet? It is absolutely Mustang season. Spring is the best time for Mustangs. In my opinion, uh, the fall is great too, um, but spring is great. And uh, Mustangs, they've got a bunch of wonderful incentives on them right now. And, uh, you know, whether you're looking at the the EcoBoost four-cylinder Mustang, which is fantastic, or the GTs, or the Mach 1s, we've got them all out at Green Ford. Hmm. Yeah, we do. Well, you got a Mach, you got a Mach One out there. Huh? We have a Mach One, and I love it. It's a great little car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay, bud. <laughs> How about that dark horse? Hmm. The dark horse we don't have yet. That's well, a twenty-four. I, but I may have to come in. We're and, all excited about. I may the have dark to come horse. in and inspect one of those out. How can folks learn more about all the things used car news news car new news, cars news cars used, news cars used, used cars, cars and used cars, cars and trucks come and out, all that? Come out to Green Ford on Browns Bridge Road, twenty-three. 65 Gainesville, Georgia. Check out, check out greenford.net. Okay. Aaron Hughes, Greenford. Thank Thanks for guys. taking the time to be was with us. <laughs> with us here at Bud's Garage on Thanks, North Georgia's new stop, WDUN. <laughs> In stereo. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Where the pros and the folks who know go for parts, tires, and service. That's absolutely right. All right, let me ask you three guys a question. We have Dan in the studio with us today. Okay. Uh, from West Virginia. Tim, Bill, Bud, have you ever put on a car show? Not a show in your car, a car show. <laughs> I, I never have. It looks like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Have you ever put on a car show, Dan? No, no. I don't think I have enough vehicles. Not since my Hot Wheels days. Well, all right. Tim does. I probably put on, I don't know, 30 or 35 car shows combined with the teaching stuff and some ones that I've emceed and and done live on locations and stuff. It's a lot of work. All Mm -hmm. right. Last, I'm not going to pick on anybody here uh, by name, but last week we told you about a local car show that was going on and it canceled one hour before the start time. Oh, no. What happened? Uh, And they were afraid of the weather. And as you know, last Saturday... It was a beautiful day. Yeah, it became a beautiful day. In the yeah. morning, it was misting and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Man, when you're putting on a car show, you show up, you get a, you get an easy up out, then you, you, know, you, you just tough it out and see if the car starts showing up. Yeah. And right. as the car starts showing up, if you need to, registration table is not a big deal. Right. Now, the other stuff, you can have people there, your DJ and all that stuff, have them on standby. Mm-hmm. Uh, with everybody understanding that, hey, if this thing, you know, rains out, we're all going home. Yeah. But if it's not pouring out, you need to make an attempt. Because I've been to car shows where it st- was raining early in the morning. And like, you know, you say it became beautiful later on. Yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. I, I always carry a, a leaf blower in my car mm-hmm. so I can dry it off and stuff. But really? um, that's just me. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's too hard to blow it off without the leaf blower. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to towel it down. Well, the the first show that I took the Cadillac to when I finished it twenty years ago, it wasn't quite finished. There were still some details that I had left off, like the wipers. Oh, good. And, and it was. And we got to the show, as we were pulling into the show. It started raining, but it it cleared up after a while. You know, it, it just rained a little bit. So I'm just thinking, if you're planning a car show, and you know, give a rain date. Right. But an hour before it's time yeah, to start. Yeah. So what happened was I showed up. I did like everybody else did that had a car they were going to take to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, about 10 o'clock, I got the car out. I blew it off, and uh, away I went to the car show. Yeah. And got there about 10.30 because mm-hmm. there wasn't any big rush. And there were seven or eight cars there, uh, all milling around in the parking lot, and we're all looking at each other. And somebody got on their Facebook page and figured out that the show had been canceled. Oh, okay. Uh, well, not, that's like a huge I say. I'm not picking on anyone. Just, disappointment. Just, uh, did, so, did you find another show? We did. We went on Facebook, found another show, and all the cars that were at that show showed up at the other show, and it was a good time. Okay, so it so it actually turned into a rally. There and you go. Then yeah. to another show. Yeah. Well, awesome. So I followed a bunch of Fords to the show. Good. It's about in the, time in the Corvette. Mm, oh. Don't you have some? You got some joke you want to no, make? No, there? no, okay. no, no. I've got. All right. Now, if you have. have it together and you need giveaway. Or raffle stuff for your car show. Mm-hmm. Head to Complete Auto Parts and buy some affordable giveaways. Yeah. Cleaning supplies, oil change packages, diehard tools. We've talked about them on the show before. Those are those are quality tools that are do-it-yourselfer tools. Mm-hmm. They're not right. as expensive as going out and buying some of the, the big brands you see or the ones that the guys come around the trucks and stuff. That's mm-hmm. for professional mechanics that use, use this stuff day in and out. Right. But for your own garage or a toolkit you want to put together in your car or something mm-hmm. like that. Now, do you all have toolkits together in your car? Well, you know, I've got a, uh, I've got metric and standard crescent wrenches and pliers. Oh, yeah, those those metric crescent wrenches come in yeah. really handy. You got and I any always of those, grab Dan? the wrong one first. Yeah, all right, all right. I carry a set in my motor. Okay, well, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, stuff to clean the shag carpet, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this one. All right. But you can get some affordable cleaning supplies, you know, uh, like I say, oil change package, diehard tools, fuzzy mm-hmm. dice, or they still have fragrant floozies, or they don't do that anymore. Pine trees, just pine trees, okay. You know, kind of things. And you should have the pinup girl thing. Get I guess some leather not. conditioner, you people, and use it. Actually, use it. Okay, <laughs> that would be a good thing. And tell us the correct way to use leather conditioner. By the way, well, apply it. Uh, if it's a spray bottle, spray it on there. Rub it around the seat with your hand liberally. Yeah. And leave it set, and then come back 30 minutes later with a clean microfiber towel and buff off any excess but there probably won't be much if any at all because it will actually soak into the leather and replace the oil that the sun draws out of the hide which is what turns leather hard as a rock and and makes, makes it, it carry all that stuff yeah. yeah and dan have you ever noticed how soft and supple his hands are we're not going there anyway uh, all of this great stuff is available at any of the three locations of complete auto parts in northeast georgia they're in clarksville cornelia and gainesville check them out at completeautoparts.com okay tim uh while i'm thinking about it toyota trucks you mentioned toyota trucks a week or two ago how people used to modify the tailgates Oh, yeah. So they say yeah. yo. Yo, instead of toy. Mm-hmm. All right. 
I did not realize that it's been the best-selling mid-size pickup for 17 straight years, and it hasn't been fully redesigned since 2005. Right, and that's a good thing. Let's give us something that we can count on to be the same. Here's what's a gooder thing. Yes. It's coming with a... Manual transmission. Yes, it'll be available with a manual transmission. Uh, Six-speed making it the only light-duty pickup to offer a six-speed in it. I did not realize that either. Yeah, that's, that's a I mean, I love my idea. I love my 10-speed automatic, but oh, I did sure. not realize that you could get a straight shift, uh, couldn't get a straight shift in a lot of trucks. I wonder if it's got what we used to refer to as a granny low. No, it says details on the transmission and rest of the drivetrain have not been revealed, but Toyota previously confirmed that a hybrid model that uh, will be available. Now that's exciting. It is. You you combine the hybrid with the straight shift, mm-hmm. and you get even better gas even mileage. Even more better. Yeah. It's gonna be if the iForce Max Hybrid is similar to the one in the full size Toyota Tundra, it'll be positioned to be more as a powerful option rather than one focused on just fuel economy. Uh huh. But, you know, at some point, I would hope that one of these manufacturers would design and build a hybrid truck that was built for mileage, for fuel mileage. Because all of us want to be, even as we had looked in that uh, segment last week or the week before, every age group, the most popular vehicle in every age group was a full-size pickup truck. So if you could make one that got, say, 36 miles to the gallon. Yeah. You know, why not? Why not? Because yeah. what's your hybrid get? 50. 50. When Jan drives her, her car, she can get 59, 60 with it. Mm-hmm. When I drive it, I get a little less. But, you know, um, but it's also a plug-in hybrid, so you pick it up there. So Right. So mm-hmm. if they had a plug-in hybrid pickup that was built for mileage, it's, wow, you could, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. All yeah. right. There's no limit at Tim's Auto Upholstery. What's going on at Tim's? Oh, my God. We are so busy. We are so busy, but we just got in a uh, customer 63 Corvette to put a top on. And we just finished a 66 GTO and a 69 Cadillac and a 63 Corvair, of all things. A Corvair, wow. Yeah, and a 71 Cutlass. So a, a convertible? Corvair? Convertibles, yeah. They, First time I all... rode in a convertible Corvair, I thought somebody was following us really close. Because the engine's right behind, you know. Who's, who's coming up on us? And they're dawned on me. Oh, that's, that's, that's the car. That's me. That's me following myself. Wow. Wow. Unsafe at any speed. So, that yeah. should have been written about you, bud. Yeah, that's true. So how many convertibles you got in the shop right now? Well, now uh, I'd say uh, seven, eight, you know. and that, well, well, four of them are done, but because the owners are as old as you and I, it's like, well... As soon as I get back from Florida or I got a doctor's appointment or, you know, once I get my teeth put back in, okay, I'll come okay. pick up my car. So. How can folks find out more about Tim's Auto Upholstery? Well, you can check us out online at timsautoupholstery.com or you can come and visit us at 3568 Buford Highway in Duluth. And we are behind Howard's Outdoor Power and Hardware. Or you can uh, give me a call, 770-418-1336. Tim's wow. Auto Upholstery, we will keep you in, in stitches. stitches. All right. <laughs> Year one, muscle car restoration experts are our podcast provider for mm-hmm. Bud's Garage, and we thank them for that every week. 
They are always putting out email blasts, and they've got something, Tim, that is so cool that I didn't even know they had. A year one coloring book. Oh, wow. We are going to order one of those for yeah. each of us here. Sure. And see who can stay inside the lines. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty cool <laughs> because when I looked at this, I thought, hmm. And it's part number YCB1. Wow. Year one coloring book. Okay. It's not just for kids. I mean, the you know the yeah. pictures are, that are in there. What I was thinking is, if you were trying to build something and, you got, and they got the right car here for you mm -hmm. to color, you could start doing like they do on the TV shows. You could make a copy of it and yeah. you know do design it. Like a little and, sketch. Yeah, a little sketch because yeah. me and me and Art are not uh, mm -hmm. related. But you could make a sketch of it and uh, make some mods and away you go. Sure, paint some flames, color some flames on there. Okay, yeah. check them out at yearone.com. All right. Well, I've run us out of time. Uh, remember to keep between the ditches. Shiny side up. We'll see you next week right here in Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. AM 550 and FM 102.9. WDUN. Have a great week.